does it mean to leave someone to the forest justice? On a run, it means leaving your partner behind when they've been marked. Other times, folks go to Grand for judgment when they've been wronged, or she invokes it herself. Those times, the forest justice is like exile, but worse. You're taken deep into the forest and left with no weapons, shelter, or food. If you make it out alive, supposedly you're forgiven, but I've never seen someone come back from that. What does someone do to deserve such a fate? It's supposed to be something real bad. Grand says some things are just too big to leave for people to judge. Too often, people are like children, petty and wicked, but too young to know it. Have you done something irredeemably wicked? Yes. Yes, I have. What do you deserve? Nothing. Welcome to the Crooked Thimble, where like minds meet. In this episode, we present the conclusion of The Shattering at Harris Reka. This game is being conducted using a hacked version of the Dungeon World system by Sage Latora and Adam Kobol. Additionally, we are using many rules from Hamish Cameron's The Sprawl. The Crooked Thimble is a Patreon-funded company. You may find our work at crookedthimble.com and may support us at patreon.com slash crookedthimble. We love bringing you these podcasts, and we can continue to do so only with your support. When we left our heroes, Isolde and Kaya had just shattered the titan of Harris Reka in the hidden underground cavern within the Mott. The lights have snuffed out, and creatures skulk and snarl in the darkness. Reed has tumbled down, down, down into the pit beneath the arena. Her vision swims into darkness as terrible, glowing, Tiger-sized worms crawl to devour her. Who will live and who will die when the titan shatters at Harris Reka? All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you uh, for listening. We are the Crooked Thimble, and we are playing Iron Immortals. We are continuing after a bit of a hiatus, so we're a tiny bit rusty. Play with us today is Isold Heisenberg. That's not right. Playing Isold Heisenberg is Bob Poteet. Bob, where might people find you online? People could find me on Twitter at Robert Poteet. Uh, and playing Impediment Reed, we have Brianna Dempsey. Brianna, where might people find you online? Most of pl- most places I lurk, but I am at Brianna and Dempsey on Twitter, and I do some web adminning for the CricketThimble.com. And finally, uh. Kaya Wellsmythe is portrayed by Hannah Garbaz. Hannah, where might people find you online? I tweet quite happily as Cinder's Ella. All right. So uh, when last we left we, our heroes, they were in dire straits. Kaya and Isolde, you're in the dark. But in the dark, you're not. You're blind, but you're not deaf. Figuratively and literally. <laughs> you notice a few things. You can hear the scurrying of the tegu and the sap spiders within the room. You can hear Baron Nyland as the fury 
grows in her. You can hear her angry and frustrated. Beneath that table, she's struggling to get back out from under it here in the dark where she can't tell where the legs are. It's probably very clumsy if you had night vision to like see her scrambling out from under this thing as there are like big chunks of statue all around her as well. Question. Yes? Aren't I under the table as well? You said that you pulled it over her and you got hit by stuff. So I think that the the half failing of it was that you're not under it, but you're next to it now. Ah, okay. I would note that your execution mission timer has gone up by three points with the destruction of that statue uh, at the hands of Isold directly in front of Baron Nyland, who holds that statue as being greatly important. Oops. So here you are in the dark. What do you do? Isold casts light. Isold, it is time to cast light. That's going to be a roll plus int, and I think you're real good at that. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. What have you got? Well, that's a fail. Wait, whoa, no, what What number is that? Uh, that's a six. That's a six. Oh, wow. I didn't even think you could roll. I mean, I guess, yeah, you can roll either a one or a three, uh, a two or a three on 2d6. It's true. And there's your three. That's true. So, okay, this is about to go terribly wrong. Yes. But I want to know, uh, we've we've previously described your uh, your light spell as this phosphorescent powder, maybe, I think, that you that you, you douse onto things and maybe it reacts with the air and becomes the light spell. It's paint. It's glowing paint. What were you going to apply it to? Probably my staff. That's, you know, traditional for uh, wizards. Okay. Uh, that mean, makes sense. Not wizards, alchemists. Right, there are no <laughs> wizards in this world. There's no such thing as magic. Wizards? Magic? Nonsense. Tell me, what other spells do you currently have prepared? Let's see. Mm, magic missile. Mm-hmm. And uh, the new one, I think. Magic missile and uh, mimic? Mimic, that's right. Oh, damn, dog. Uh... You're not near enough to anyone to have this go that bad. Tell me, who was it that you wanted to locate there in the dark? Who were you most concerned about for their health and safety? Kaya, for sure. Uh, could you roll your damage on Magic Missile? Lord. Oh dear. Because this is going to go real bad. I accidentally... All the damage. In the dark, you have grabbed the wrong vial, my friend. Oops. Well, that's six damage right there. Oops. Jesus Christ, you've got armors to- No, you don't. You took it off, didn't you? Yes, because- It got destroyed. Because it got destroyed. Okay, there's six damage coming your way. You're gotten- uh, Where do you want to get got? You get to pick where this shot is going to go, and then I will lay out the scene as it plays out around these people. Well, given that I got hit by the- I kind of got knocked about by the table, probably my feet are, like, up in the air, so we'll go with, like, my right foot. Okay. So, uh, mirroring the shot that you landed on Barker before when he was attacked by the Shadow Beast, you can, you, you, you douse this onto your staff, and then you feel the staff just fly out of your hand. And you hear it break. Maybe it's not the whole length, maybe it's just the tip, you won't know until you have a light spell. But for right now, you hear that signature series of explosions that is your magic missile spell fly off, and you hear Kaya cry out in pain as she's caught on her right leg, and just, she was just standing back up, and she's back down, knocked flat on the floor, because her legs have been knocked out from under her. Whoops. And I take, I take six damage from that. And you take six damage. Dude! Uh, 
Kaya, some mysterious force has lashed out of the dark and struck you. What do you do? Uh, I cast light. <laughs> oh, this is this is good. Uh, what is the what is the light spell like for you? Because you're not the same kind yeah, of person. No, you've got a catalyst. You've got this no. magic blade flute thing. Yeah. So I figure the rote sp- spells are all kind of linked to the magic flute. Um, so all you have to do to there are three rote spells, and the flute has say five tubes all you have to do is resonate just one of them and that sets up a vibration which just triggers just a very slight um alchemical just kind of loosens this alchemical thing that just kind of and in the with the with light the 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 pipe itself glows um okay you can you can then pass the pipe you can then kind of tap i guess okay it is still alchemical so you can then if you decide to apply the catalyst to the glowing pipe and then to an item if you would because i should be able to so let's say that it 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 sounds like what it is is that you're going to play this resonating frequency and it's going to draw this material maybe just out of the air which is going to interact with the the flute, and then you can just pour that chemical out onto something. Just like you're opening the vent on the flute. Yeah, that makes good sense. Okay, that sounds great. That's pretty cool. What are you going to pour it onto? Well, there's a whole lot of rubble around, so a rock. A rock. Is it going to be one of the statue rocks? Because that's that's the rubble that's around. (laughs) Do it! Oh my god, do this. I, I think I'm going to have to randomly pick up a rock and yep. I don't know if it is the statue rock or not because there's probably other rocks amongst like because there's like the table and the other things that got knocked around. Yeah, it, it wasn't perfectly clean down here. It was still a cavern. Give me your roll plus whiz. Yeah. Um, look, I rolled a 12. Well, 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 holy shit. It works out great. Uh, <laughs> okay, Yay, since you food. rolled a success... Man, I want to just fill your life with adventure, but I will give your choice. How much adventure do you want, Hannah? You rolled a 12. The student has become the master. Oh, no. Um, You get to pick mundane rock or not a mundane rock that's about to get the light spell on it. I... Oh. Mundane rock. Okay. What color color is the the stuff that comes out of your catalyst? What color is your light? Green. Green. You grab a perfectly mundane rock. It's about the size of your fist. You you pour the the, the this catalyst milk onto it, and it glows <laughs> with this bright green light, which floods like the room. Like it doesn't get all the way up to the stairs. You know that are eighty feet above you. You know, actually on the other side of the the main pit that is the iron well. But you can finally see like how much destruction has been wrought inside of this room. Um, you can see actually that one of the novices is being tended to by Brother Venamo. There's there they've they've taken some kind of injury. Uh, you can see that uh, the Tegu are like actually moving to surround them, and you can see uh, more importantly that Scarlet has taken this opportunity to try to skedaddle, but her path is blocked by two menacing sap spiders. Hmm. You're expressing green glowing milk? Ah. 
It's not milk. It's more of a blood-like substance. It's a oh, sappy, blood-like substance. Much better. Ah, it's sappy blood. Izzled, the room is bathed in green light. You've... You, you you may have some idea of how this has occurred, but the catalyst is strange to you. What do you do? Well, hey, I cast a light spell and light appeared, so I feel like I've been pretty successful. So, mm. um, uh, why don't we all join with Kaya? Say, I think it's time that we made our exit. <laughs> Baron Nyland, who... Uh, is is creaking up from on from beneath the table because you guys are now all right next to each other. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, I think you have done enough. What did you do, Isold? Yeah. Well, Isold. I disintegrated the mooring, uh, which was holding that statue together. The, I'm sure the, Brother Venamo can tell you more. The, the, but uh, for now, we should probably find. The green barks. What? You. I don't understand why you did that, Isold. Kaya, if you owe me any oath or loyalty whatsoever, please apprehend a scarlet. I have some monsters to kill. And she draws her sword and starts marching towards the Tegu who are menacing the. the, uh, druids. Would be my pleasure, Baron Nyland. And I will draw my bow at the Scarlet who has her back to me as she is fleeing. Uh, yes, she's facing off with two spider creatures. Alrighty then. Um, uh, what would you like to do with this bow of yours? This bow of mine, I would like to. How hurt is how hurt is Scarlet? Uh, she's not doing good. I'll note that in she is holding. The shoulder that you shot, she has sort of wrapped her hand up and is still holding that arrow in place with the hand on the side that it was shot with. uh, So that she's she's sort of like the same arm is holding the arrow as is injured by it. Uh Because you you shot her closer to the center of the chest because you were shooting a a necklace. Necklace, right. Uh, In her other hand, she has that awful tube again. Okay. Oh, that's easy then. Yeah. I will shoot her arm with the awful tube in it. And get her to drop it. Uh, okay. Uh, give me a uh, a snipe is not what it's called. A called shot. Called shot. Yep. Which I believe is just going to be a roll plus dex. Ah, I rolled an 11. With the called shot, um, I um, not only does she drop what she's holding, but I get to roll damage. Yep, yep. Uh, do roll your damage. I will do this thing. That is a nine. Uh, all right. So you're shooting that thing out of her hand. Right. So your arrow flies loose. And like you were watching Princess Mononoke, the (laughs) the arrow flies, strikes her directly in the wrist, and you see her hand pop off along with the, uh, the magic tube. She tumbles to the ground just as one of the sap spiders happily opens up with its acidic spray straight into her mouth and eyes. Oh, man. Well, If she could still scream, she would do so. Well, I imagined that a little too vividly and just kind of threw <sighs> up in my mouth a bit. <laughs> Oops. Alright. That was like... I would like to now shoot a sap spider. Uh... 
That was like that lab accident in Alchemy 101. Man, it's a terrible way to go. Man, oh man. Uh, which sap spider do you want to sh- choose? There's one that's kind of mid-starting the chow down process, and the other one's kind of still standing guard. The chow down one. All right. Uh, take a take a roll plus dex onto Operation Chowdown. That would be a twelve. Uh, give me a damage roll. I don't think it can survive, but it might. Could roll all ones. You could roll a one. A one will not kill it. Yeah. So I rolled a six. You still you still do plenty of damage to the sap spider that had that had actually been half killed before. Uh, it's that it's that same one you had, you had, you had injured earlier, and uh, it it goes down like a champ. Your, uh, your shot hits it, like a spray of its acid flies, like streaks through the air artistically uh, and, and, and sputters to the ground. Uh, the other one, uh, seeing this, skitters back down the, the tunnel, back towards uh, the, the kennels, as, I, as I've internally been calling them, and the, the arena chambers. Uh, you want to you give it a quick, a quick shot to react quickly enough to shoot it? Yes. Uh, uh, give it a try. Yeah, you you can do this. You're a ranger. You're you're damn Legolas. Um, I roll a nine. All right. Uh, you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. You either need to consume an ammo. Uh, you need to put yourself inside of a dangerous situation, or you need to uh do less damage. I'll do less damage. Uh, sure. I think so. Could you roll me a one d eight, and then I believe a one d six, and the d okay. six will be removed from your damage. Okay. Uh, okay, so we've got five. I think you you don't have a damage bonus, so that's fine. So I rolled uh, a four. I, of course. You're winging. You just clip one of its clip wooden one. sap spider legs, and it limps away out of sight. So Scarlet is dying painfully, I'm, I take it. Uh, or dead. Or possibly dead. Yeah. I'd like to rush forward and cast Mimic on on her. What? Oh, Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, the give me what? a roll plus int. What? What? Bob, what are you planning? All right, so that's a total of 10. That's a total of 10 for the casting. Mimic. Oh, shoot. You even get to keep Mimic. Right. So now I have taken on, I've taken on her physical form. You've taken on her physical form. Uh, you'll notice that the, the, the spell is smart enough to prevent you from having her uh, most hideous injuries, but... You look down, and your hand's not there. Whoops. <laughs> uh, so your your face isn't burnt. It's not like you're you've been burned by acid. There's blood on your shirt where the first arrow went in, but there's no like hole where that arrow would be. Um, but uh, yeah, your your hand just kind of ends in a stump. Your right hand. Hmm. That's fascinating. Yeah. <laughs> Scarlet is still struggling beneath you, but it's it's not going well. There's no you can tell she's trying to breathe in, mm-hmm. but there's no air going in. Okay, I'm going to run over to her and attempt to stop the bleeding. I figure it's possible Baron Nyland wants her alive. That's that's a really good guess. Uh, how are you going to stop the bleeding? Well, I have a cloak. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna staunch the wound with your cloak. You're gonna try to tie off. Yeah, I'm gonna actually. You know what? I actually have a belt, so I will attempt to do a basic tourniquet on her arm and stop the. Yeah. 
Uh, let's do... This is going to be kind of weird to... to Somebody left... Oh, tiny. Okay. Uh, I want there to be some risk involved in this. Uh, risk of my pants falling down? <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> meh. Uh, because I think it's interesting whether you, you succeed or fail at the thing you're specifically attempting to do. Okay. So Give me a defy way- danger int to to sort of accurately identify the various problems she's having right now. Okay, sure. So that's just a normal int. It's just a roll, yeah, roll plus int. I don't do so well. I rolled a three. That's not great. So you you pin down her arm, the the, the one that, that's got a missing hand on it. Yeah. And she's she's struggling and she's shaking and you've turned her face side up and you put your knee on her chest so that you can you can actually get her in place. And you grab that cloak and you wrap the 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 belt around it and you pull it tight and you're like, okay, I've I've been in fights, I've held tourniquets. That wound isn't going to bleed anymore. Okay. But she's not struggling. Okay, I'm going to... I would like to check her more thoroughly. Uh, when she was struggling against you, uh-huh. you notice that there are two major injuries of note. One is, mm. is that her arrow wound with the arrow that was still in it has twisted all sorts of ways. So she now has essentially hamburger where that first arrow went oh. in. <sighs> and secondly, she has burnt-fused skin over both her mouth and nose. Uh, well, I know, I don't know how to do any of those. And she's definitely she's definitely unconscious now. Okay, well that's probably for the best if we're honest. Everyone um, being honest, you hear battle cries and the sound of metal striking flesh. In the distance you see that Baron Nyland has dispatched one of the Tegu on the other side of the room. Can I roll again? <laughs> Give me a discern realities, Kaya. Okay. Um, that's just... I got a 12. Okay, you get three questions on the discern realities list. I don't think you have bonus questions. Um, no, I have not. I think um, Impediment is the only person who has extra special questions. Yeah, I think she's the only one. I didn't even know that was a thing until she got... It's kind of awesome. What should I be on the lookout for? What you should be on the lookout for is that there are other... You hear people down the hallway where the uh, the sap spider went. The voices of of gruff of a gruff-sounding man and a gruff-sounding woman. What here is useful or valuable to me? Man, you're not carrying a healing potion, are you? Um, or bandages? I am. I have a healing potion. Something that's useful and valuable to you is you can see... Isolde's healing potion dangling from her her spell pouch. Oh, that would be useful. Um, And finally, what is about to happen? What is about to happen is that Scarlet Redstone is unconscious. She, by all rights, should be dead. She's had a very, very rough few seconds of her life. Unless something is done immediately to bring her supernaturally back from the dead. This injury is not one that any kind of traditional treatment could help with. I don't think actually even modern real earth medicine could save her right now. Uh, I guess she could have a tracheotomy. That could do you. Yeah. But the healing potion could? The healing potion could. Also, I would note, uh, Jesus, uh, Isolde is totally her right now. 
Uh, that's weird. That's that that I that I see. Um, uh, okay, then I will grab the as long as I'm still going to do things and we're not cutting back over to impediment again. I'm fine. No, we're fine. Okay, then I will grab the potion and attempt to use it on on the actually dying um, Scarlet. Rude. <laughs> Professor, do you do you by any chance want to uh, impede that in any way? Nah, nah. <laughs> oh, okay. right. Aid or hinder? That's the same move, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I trust I trust Kayo. And I, I understand. I'm going out on you know, I my my position is yeah, we let her die. I take her form, we go and mess with her gang now in in her form. But if, if it's important to you that she's alive, go ahead. Take take the potion. Of course, I will still yeah. say rude when you snatch it from my, from my, dang, my dangling sack. <laughs> my potion pouch. I All right. Oh, oh, you broke me. I'm, I'm going to just have to move my mic away while I giggle. Oh, Jesus. So, Kaya, you you apply this, this weird potion. <laughs> Previously, we described it as a salve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you just sort of smear it over uh, Scarlet's face. You put it onto uh, her her arrow wound, and uh, which you notice the arrow is actually like loose in. She struggled so much that that it was something that you could pull out mm-hmm. while you're ministering to her. So you so you do because this mm-hmm. is a healing potion and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. And you even have just a little bit left to apply to her hand. Mm-hmm. Now she's not a hero like you guys are. She's not as tough as you special people. She, the the hamburger meat sort of knits back together and forms that weird sort of green new skin. Uh, the An opening appears for her mouth and for her nose, uh, but this, this green new skin forms over a big chunk of her face. And you see that the blood stops pouring out of where her hand ought to be, but no new hand regrows. She's alive. She's breathing, but she is still unconscious. And unlike Hollywood unconscious, this could be a coma. Knocking, Jotting people on the head tends to knock them out for a few seconds. A minute is real tough. Beyond a minute, that's a coma. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Well... I have made a a more than more than I should have effort to preserve this not very pleasant individual for questioning, etc. You you have done your due diligence, and Scarlet is alive. She's still alive, and for some reason, Isol looks like her, and I just kind of stare at Isol Darlet, and just, I'm just like. What are you? Why? What? We're gonna take over her gang for a little bit. Cut. Impediment. Read. Here you are. The sun sprays down on you from above, but the shadows of the sun's gaze into this cavern are rapidly approaching. At the edge of those shadows are the glowing red ferric worms, each one the size of a Saint Bernard, maybe even bigger. Oh, that's cute. They're all about, although some of them have given some space to the thorn swipe vines that have fallen down with you and near enough to you to be worrying. Uh, it doesn't seem 
that any kind of magical protection keeps them from being lashed out at. What do you do? Um... Your weapon is upstairs, as a side note. Yeah, I'm gonna look around and try and get my bearings. I know I dropped my bag down here. If it's close by, that could be handy. Give me a discern realities. And like, how many of these things? How close are they? Yeah, discerning realities. Yes, where is that button? There it's it is. It's a roll plus whiz. That's a nine. Nine what's is a, not bad. What's a nine get me? That, is that one question? That's one question from the discern realities list. Oh, man. I have my favorite question, and then I have what what is more likely to be helpful in the immediate future. I think we demonstrated last episode that your favorite question is not necessarily the best. Don't don't go with your favorite unless it's the right thing. I learned this the hard way. But I like my favorite question. Um, That's what makes it your favorite. I like knowing what's not what it is, appears to be. Um, but that's not what I'm going to ask this time, since I only have one. I'm going to ask, what should I be on the lookout for I, uh, other than the worms eating me? Because that's obvious. You already described that. What you should be on the lookout for is that you're, you're looking up, still dazed. You see that scattered around you is sort of the remains of the of the battle. There's actually down here inside of this pit... There's, you know, one of those uh, pike weapons, the, the low-quality ones that were being used by the guards, uh, a, a, an unstrung bow that, that is clattered down. But above you, where Sir Anza is chop-chop-chopping away at a tree while, uh, while Barker is throwing these poisoned daggers at it, you notice that one of these blood-fed worms is gripping the base and back of the tree, and is lashed onto it kind of like a leech. Well, that's horrifying. And that is definitely something you should be on the lookout for. Is that something I would know about as a foresty person? I don't know, is it? About lore? Roll plus int? You're great at roll plus int. You might as well be throwing something. Oh, right. I am so bad at plus int, I don't even have a macro for it. That's bad. (laughs) That's a That's four. Great. I'm going to mark that mm. XP now. Yep, mark XP. By the way, uh, there were a bunch of other failures earlier inside the session. Mark XP, lift drink. Yay. Oh, I did. I did. Okay. And Rachel refilled my glass for me. Thanks, Rachel. Oh, Yay. that's wonderful. I wish I, I wish I had a glass of alcohol. Uh, me too. Uh, impediment. Ow. While you're looking up at this and watching your friends and uh, lover... Uh, struggle to destroy this tree beast. There's a terrible braying in the distance, something you'd forgotten about. And you can hear that it is now much, much closer than it should be. You know that that masked tegu is only a very short distance away. What the fuck is it doing here? In the overland, just to be clear. Not down in the caverns, but echoing down from the opening above. That is somewhat less disconcerting. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But only somewhat. That's still... Only somewhat. It's not in the woods. I didn't know it could do that. Oh, that's good. You are still surrounded by these creatures, and now it seems that you had the attention earlier of two of them Uh while you were on the ground. Uh Uh-huh. They seem innumerable. There are tons of tiny little caverns going off of this main one. They go off and down, like countless roots from a tree 
and you can see the glow of them coming up. But right now, you have the attention of two, oh wait, no, now three of these creatures. Did I see anything like a way out of this pit? (laughs) Uh, Yes, you do see the the same route that Izzled took out, which is a old brass uh, ladder. Like, like built into the wall ladder, like one of those industrial ladders, uh, that goes up to a platform above. But the creatures are between you and it. Or some of them are. If possible, I'm going to try and grab that not as nice as my poleaxe, poleaxe, um, cause it does make vaulting and things like that easier. And I'm gonna start, gonna try and get my way towards that ladder. Um, As you reach for it, you hear the telltale whip-snap of a thorn-swipe vine. What do you do? Probably first instinct is to pull my hand back as fast as possible, actually. Oh, God, I don't know. I guess that's that's quick reflexes, yeah. so that's a roll plus int. Oh, fucks. You're not. That's, that's not great. Give me a defy danger int. Oh, I can press up in the chat window to get my last typed thing. Hopefully you don't get this last roll. I did. Exactly. Uh, try again, actually, real quick. Just out of curiosity? Okay. No, that okay. was a real roll. Nope. It's cool. Nope. It was that's, just another that's real good. I'm marking that XP. Yeah, mark that XP. Uh, give me a... Uh, God, what is their damage? Jesus. Yeah, did you I don't think, think about we've that? Ever, I don't think we've ever actually rolled their damage on someone. Not on a player. Really? Do I not have the... Roll a 1d4. Okay. Oh, that's great. Awesome. Great. So much XP, but so much pain. It's so much <laughs> yeah. pain. Yeah. I did say get hurt was one of your directives. I didn't expect you all to take it so literally. Yep. You take four damage. I think you have an armor. Oh, I do have an armor. Thank goodness. And that, that hand that you were reaching out with gets grabbed by the thorn swipe vine and its, its barbs actually lash in. And so now you are one hand is tethered to this thorn swipe vine. Uh, But you will note, it's not rooted to the ground. It's clinging tightly, the thorn swipe actual plant itself, but it's not. These were these, like, hand grenade flung style ones. So they're... Yeah, no, I was actually, before you even said that, I was thinking of just... Well, since I'm already grabbed, I'll grab back and yank it apart. Uh, but, I mean, if yanking it starts swinging it around, I am going to use that to get through these... Mo- through. Uh, yeah, that should be interesting. This isn't going to backfire. Give me a defy, danger, endurance. What is that called? Con. Yes. Con. To be able to keep your nerve through this thing you're doing. Yeah. Grasp the nettle tightly, or it will sting you. Yeah, that'll do. That'll do. That'll do. All right, without even... You just flex and pull and swing it over your head and club it towards these terrible creatures. Give me a hack and slash. I'm going to start their fucking health bars. All right, cool. Uh, Let's see. Hack and slash. Is this one... Do I have anything to add to that? Add your strength. Yeah, you're going to... Okay, so you've gotten a normal hit. So I do damage? Uh, you sure do. Uh, please roll your damage, which I think is a 1d10. Yes, it is. I don't- I think this is the first time I've rolled damage as this character. 
I think that might actually be true. She's she's a lover, not a fighter. That's a one. Like I said. Oh, dude, that's not great. She's not she's not accustomed to using vine whip. Uh, it's true. It's true. Uh, so you definitely have uh, gotten its attention. Uh, so one of these three creatures like sort of lunges forward at you to interrupt your swing. So instead of actually hitting it with the plant itself, you actually kind of wrap the nettles around it and they get stuck on its like, it's as though each of these worms, they're these, you know, soft fleshy creatures inside, but they actually have some of that snare exuded around them. And you can see the nettles, the, the, the thorns snap into that and not pierce all the way through into the creature itself. Okay. I think my idea was more trying to spook them off rather than to kill them, per se. More trying to clear my path than murderize. Um, You've definitely made them think twice, but the one that you've hit shakes and disgorges this fluid at you. Well, that's gross. Uh, could you give me a 1d6? That's a four. You take four minus one damage as this red, hot material strikes you. What's strange is, is that you were expecting acid like you would have maybe from a, a sap spider, but mm-hmm. instead, this just seems to be this boiling, hot, red fluid. And you, you use your titanic barbarian senses to to sort of roll out of the way of it but it still catches you and it burns so much and it looks like the world has a little more color now well that's weird it kind of reminds you of if you take the lightest lick of sap well that's weird that's fucking weird you have a moment to breathe they're still between you and your target your escape but you're not pinned down. What do you do? Uh, is there space to go around, or do I need to go over or through? Uh, you could try to give you could try to give a, a run around. I think in this moment of pause, that Reed is again looking around to try and find an optimal way out. Uh, give me a. That sounds like you're discerning realities. Give me a roll plus whiz. Oh, God, Jesus, fuck. damn it, Reed. Oh, this Reed, well, I've been Reed. saying this might be Reed's last game. Reed, she went, no. She went into this knowing that. I hope everyone oh. else did. Oh, <laughs> God, Reed, no. All right. You still have this thorn swipe vine in your grasp, and it pulls with all of its force, which pulls you onto and against the uh, the worm that it is entangled with. Well, that's and now you gross. find yourself stuck and being twisted by this thing. And now you're finding that the ever slightly, so slightly sticky surface is clinging to you of this worm. You are thoroughly entangled. It's sticky, but it's not like you're tied up. What do you do? Uh, I probably try to drop everything and get the fuck away from them as fast as humanly possible. Give me a defy danger strength to dislodge yourself. Quite possibly without thinking as much about where she's going to as much as what she's getting away from. That's that's some viscerally gross stuff going on there. Uh, so my strength roll was a seven. So you, you stumble, hesitate, or flinch. You get, you get some additional trouble. So you manage to, to pull yourself 
free of the the creature, but the thorn swipe vine is actually still like wrapped to you, but it's pulled itself short. So you've got like on your arm, like almost like at your fist, this thorn swipe vine is just still clutching to you. Right. And it has another vine sort of trailing behind it that at any minute could decide to to lash out at you. And as you're fixated on that, you back up a little further, and now there are four of these worms ahead of you as they start to crawl out from the underground, getting more and more attention from your pursuers. Shit. Tell me, what do you do? Shit. (sighs) What does Reed do? You're strong. You're fast. You're bleeding out, basically. She is at five hit points. Yeah, no way out but through. Um, yeah, she's gonna try and... Well, I guess she's touched them now, and gross as they are, she, they didn't seem to, uh, like, paralyze her or anything on touch. She's gonna try and vault over the ones between her and the ladder. Give me a roll plus dex to just spring over these guys. Alright, uh, would this be a defy danger caused by movement by any chance? It sure is, you got that plus one. Jesus fucking Christ. It's a seven. It's seven. Which technically is a pass. It is. Just it is. not by uh, as much as I'd like. You dive over them and land on the other side and roll majestically as you, as you tumble past them. So now they are behind you and ahead of you is the ladder and it is a beautiful opportunity to climb away. But as you begin to rise from where you landed, you find yourself stuck to the ground because that thorn swipe vine has taken this opportunity to take root as strong as it can. And for a moment, you're forced to hesitate as it pulls at your arm. What do you do? Oh, I, I try to strength through... I, I try to rip it either apart or out of the ground. Whichever happens first. Uh, do, do, do you... Would, so, I'm gonna give you your option here. Do you want to defy danger strength to rip it, like, away from the ground? Or do you want to put a boot on it and essentially... and hack and slash to destroy it with just your fists? Oh, I hadn't thought about that. Are you gonna try and kill it, or are you gonna try to bring it with you? I don't, I think, I don't think, I don't think she's going to try and bring it with her, but I don't think she's even going to waste time trying to kill it. I think she just wants it off of her. I think actually she's going to put a boot on it and with her free hand and her boot, try and rip it away from her arm, either trying to break the vine or, well, it's going to suck when those, those thorns go through my arm. Uh, I'm gonna say you are you are making a hack and slash. It's an action against a creature that's gonna do it harm. Give me a roll plus strength. Alright. That is a nine. Damn it. Uh, give me a 1d4. Yep. So you take two damage, because remember you've got a, an armor. Thank god for armor. You put a boot on it and you pull, trying to rip your arm free. But instead of your arm coming free, the vine does from this creature. And the, the thorn swipe vine shatters into green goo and plant matter and squishes about as grossly as you could imagine. But it's gross and it's satisfying. Even as it scourges your arm, you think, ha, fuck you, fucker. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it is well and truly dead. All right. Your arm has gashes in it all the way from your elbow to your hand. Your left arm does. Yep. 
but ahead of you, there is the ladder. What do you do? I go up that damn ladder. <laughs> this is going to require two things. Give me a Defy Danger Dex oh, shit. to avoid the boiling shots coming from the creatures behind you. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, that ain't, that's not caused by movement. <laughs> uh, no, that's totally movement. Oh, it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're dodging with movement. Okay, in which case... I think I still only get a plus one, so that's only an eight. You only you only get an eight. All right, you you leap up as your classic impediment read style, and you climb onto the ladder, and your right hand goes on, and you pull yourself up, and then your left hand goes on, and you see all of the terrible cuts in your hand. And I'm going to need a defy danger con for you to be able to even use that hand to pull yourself up a ladder. Yep. Yep. Is that one caused? Well, it doesn't matter. It's only an eight. So that's it, fine. It's only an eight. Okay. You succeed. You manage to do it. But you see a strange shadow silhouetted onto the ground below you as you look back. And you can recognize recognize the shadow of that terrible lizard's mask. That awful lion shadow, if I remember right. Oh, no. A terrible wooden mane, and you hear that trumpeting, and you know that if you were to look up and behind you on the far side of the arena, there it is, looking at you. I'm climbing faster now! (laughs) You come to the top of the ladder, just as you see its shadow disappear. Kaya and Izzled. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Uh, Izzled, you look like Scarlet. That's right. You hear voices, low-class, tough-guy voices, coming from down the hallway. And behind you, you know that Baron Nyland is locked in combat with some Tegu. What do you do? I will approach the voices. Uh, You don't actually have a light, do you? That's right. I'm going to stick by Kaya, then. I'm going to tell Kaya, look. You can see a little ways into that tunnel. You could start in that direction. All right, Kaya. It really is me. Izzle, you know. I'm thinking... I, I saw you do the thing, so... Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. This is the first time I've done the thing. It's pretty great, I think. It's kind of weird. Yeah, it's weird. A lot of things about this weird. Now, I'm holding up the stump of my hand, <laughs> where my hand should be. I would like to point out, Izzle, you sound like Izzle. How should I do Izzle? Oh, I sound like Izzle. You sound like Izzled. It doesn't change your voice. It doesn't change the voice. So, <clears throat> well, I'm trying to impersonate Scarlet. Uh, basically, do try to remember that I just tried to make her sound like Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the voice you went with? Well, we got some Kentucky. Uh, that's a little fried like, chicken right here. A little less foghorn leghorn. A little less foghorn. Was- I say, yeah, yeah. I say, I say, I say. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. God, okay. <laughs> and sure. here, here I thought you were doing Gone with the Wind. I am doing Gone with the Wind, okay. but so is Foghorn Leghorn. Really? Uh, oh, all right. Rhett, where will I go? What will I do? Be Rhett. Don't be not Rhett. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Ah, uh, that's a good retcon. Oh. <laughs> uh, so what do you do, Izzled? Right. So I think it's time to take over her gang, Kaya. What do you, what do you, say, what do you say I take over her gang? That'd be cool. You, I, I want to see you try to take over her gang. At least briefly. Kaya is just gonna... You... I... 
I'm hurt pretty bad, so I can't back you up except from, like, safety, but I'll stay here and make sure nobody attacks you from behind. We have to think now, Kaya, about what our ultimate goal is here. Yeah. Do we want to stay here? My thought is that we leave. Yeah! Ah! Oh, look out, sir! Ah! Yeah! Those sounds are going on, and th- this last Tegu is putting up a fight. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta say, the Baron kind of owes me her life, so I feel pretty comfortable here. She has made her own bed. Ooh. Everything that we have seen here suggests that she is deeply suicidal. Okay. We're drawing different conclusions. But I fully support this whole, like, you take over Scarlet's big gang thing for a little while. You know, sotto voce or however, you know, not talking so her gang can hear us. This is all sotto voce. This is all sotto voce and... I'm telling you guys out of character that you have, like, maybe I'm going to give you a generous 30 seconds or so. Uh, and, and it's, and it's TV 30 seconds. Uh, if you want to try this thing, but I can't go venturing out into the woods right now because I got to heal. All right. I, I mean, you know, you, you know how, how, anyway, I have six HP. So I'm not going <laughs> nowhere. <laughs> like, Kaya has Kaya's best interest in mind first. She does not want to die. She is not impediment read die on your cross. Fuck it. Kaya. No, that's not Kaya. Kaya <laughs> is, I want to live and I'd really like to be comfortable. <laughs> then we need to get out of this town as quickly as possible. However... If you're concerned about your well-being, and I see that you are quite hurt, I'm going to pull out some bandages and start uh, treating. One-handedly Kaya. treating me? Uh, I'm going to give you a good, solid GM warning. If you're going to take the time to use bandages on her, those guys are going to show up to see Scarlet bandaging her. Yeah, don't do that. Just go. All right. You can hand her the bandages. That'll be fine. That'd probably be better than you doing it one-handed anyway. Right. Here's some bandages that I got from Venamo. I recommend that we get back together with the Green Barks and we get out of town as quickly as possible. But, actually, I shouldn't say as quickly as possible. I do want to stop by and steal all of Scarlet's notes. (laughs) Of course (laughs) that's what this is. Of course that's what it's Isold, for the love of God, go for All it. All right, going for that it. That is beautiful. Kaya, Kaya just just collapses with the bandages. She's just worried about getting healed. Go and do crazy things. Uh, just so we do the bookkeeping before we forget about this, the bandages heal, what, five hit it's points? like four hit points, something like that. I think maybe you're right. Maybe it is four. I like five better. Can we go with five? <laughs> Uh, these are these are coated by Brother Venamo's special sauce, and they heal five. Woohoo! Oh, Venamo, you perv! Why are you it doing that? Like barbecue. So gross. Brother Venamo's special sauce smells like barbecue. What the fuck? It's made with blood. Duh. <laughs> Brother Venamo, what have you been eating? Izzel, as Kaya takes that moment. To, uh, to start applying the bandages to herself before you're going to need to turn around and get some distance before, you know, your your gang mates spot you. You notice that she had to set down the glowing rock. So there's a light available to you if you want to just 
you know. No, no, I'm gonna stop. I'm I'm gonna feign. Well, not truly feign, but I'm gonna feign wounds and injury, and I'm gonna stumble through the darkness towards those voices. Hey, yeah. So, what is this one doing back, Gimpy the Sap Spider? What? Hey, whoa, hang on there. Hey, Scarlet, is that you? Oh shoot! Oh god, I've got to name these. Oh boys! Uh, (laughs) Oh boys! I'm in a bit of a spot here. I show him my stump. Oh god, uh, dude, I need a fantasy name generator. Oh no! Oh, we've got to get you out of here. Uh, rascal? Uh, no, no. Monger, rascal and monger. Rascal, god, oh, oh, take her back. Take her, take her up to the. We, we got to get her up the stairs. I got your back. Don't worry, monger's got your back. Uh, so, so rascal walks up to you. This is a. a a tall woman, not nearly as tall as Reed, because that must always be said. Aww. But, uh, but she's got, uh, because they're down in these tunnels, both of them have those, uh, those redstone necklaces. They've got a single gem version of the, the redstone necklaces, just kind of like the one that, uh, Baron Island gave to you. And, uh, each of them carries a, uh, a dim target lantern inside of these, these tunnels. And she sheaths a sword rascal does and uh takes you by the arm but she's she's like confused because one arm is missing a hand and the other one has blood all over your 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 blouse your already red blouse and she can see where the arrow wound must be somewhere beneath the cloth thank you kindly rascal you're 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 a godsend we've been sold out boys we've been sold out sold out who who could sell us out uh you know, Monger is is got your back, and Rascal's kind of dragging you towards the manor house. What's the what? What was the name of the uh, red of the you know Scarlet's gang that I charmed? Olaf. Yeah. Olaf. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Olaf. The ch- yeah. I thought he was the chatty merchant, but um, yeah, that's the same person one. actually. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 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 I'm saying it was Olaf. I knew. I knew that he 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 was. He was trying to punch above his weight, that Olaf. I can't believe that, boss. Olaf, you mean, I mean, he's, he's a tough guy. We got him. A, he's a traitor and you can't ever trust merchants. Not in, not in the empire. Man, if we could get you back down to the university, then we could trust merchants, merchants again. Ugh, they stay too close to those weightsmen. Can't trust weightsmen. Every weightsman will measure a soul in weight. They'll measure friendship in weight. And that's why I can't trust them. We gotta go to... We gotta go to ground, boys. The whole thing's gone south. The whole thing's gone south. I can take care of myself. I got potions. I can... I can fix this up. You... What about the Baron? Is the Baron onto us? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. It's... Oh, no, boss. I'm gonna gather up my notes. I'm gonna gather up my thing. But then, we gotta disappear. You understand, Monger? You hear me, Rascal? I do. We do. Yeah, of I course. to close um, off this here womb before I lost too much blood. So... I'll- yeah, you've always been resourceful like that. So you clump... They, like, this time is taking you up the little spiral staircase. You're now in the first floor of Scarlet's Manor House fucking you can look out a window there's a window right here and you can see uh barker and uh anza 
chopping away at this tree as it's regrowing limbs that are being chopped off of it as three of those fucking worms are attached to its base and the uh the shoot isn't one of them really badly hurt the Lokanen siblings i think ritva is hurt and so she's off but otso Lokanen and now edward jacart are fighting to knock those worms off of it it's basically the whole of the order of wood inside of this town is gathered around trying to kill this thing with mixed results well ain't that a sight yeah Oh, boss! I didn't ever think it could get they loose. They figured a way to break the to break the red stones. Okay, boss. Where are your notes? Oops. Let me help you. Let me, let me, let me to my room. Give me. You got some water? Yeah, yeah, boss. Let me, let me get you some water. Uh, Monger says that and runs to the kitchen to get you water, which is, like, just right through the door. Remember, there was the desk inside of the... There's a desk inside of that room and a dining room table and, like, a cook fire, and there's the latrine at the far end of it. Uh, And then there's another stairwell sort of in the other direction that goes straight up to an area you've never been in before, uh, which presumably contains Scarlet's room. Uh, Sure, Uh, Rascal is still trying to help you hold you up. Uh, Sure thing, boss. Uh, Mogger's got your, your water taken care of. How can I help you? Help me gather up these things. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, sure thing, boss. Uh, she uh, goes to the desk and, like, grabs a sack, like a traveling sack. It just kind of starts grabbing some books off of the desk and off of a little kind of, like, bookshelf next to it. They're only, like, seven books. Books are expensive. Right, yeah. I'm looking around to see what's most valuable, what's different, what... Yeah, what's the deal with her setup? Because we're both alchemists, and I'm comparing notes mentally. You seem to be logically putting together where things need to be inside of this space. That's right. Uh, give me a roll plus whiz. Oh, but I'm using logic, right? Uh, with plus int. Plus int. Yes, you're using your logic. All right. That's, um, that's a nine. That's, that's a nine? That's one question off of the discern realities list? <laughs> right. So... What here is useful or valuable to me? You see something kind of alarming on the desk. You were here in the dark before, and so you hadn't had a chance to make a full inventory before things went tits up. But you notice that there's a vial of that same liquid that Brother Venamo gave you there on the table. And it occurs to you that not only does that mean you have another vial, but that Scarlet knows about that reaction. And if she has more redstones someplace, she would keep that vial far from them. Hmm. If she has a redstone stash somewhere, it's not in this room. Right. Right. What do you do? I, I take that. Good good idea. Add a uh, uh add two doses. It's actually a full vial. Oh, it's got two doses. Plus two anti redstone solvent. We'll call it for now. And the explosion that makes is no joke. You did kind of have the worst possible, the worst possible circumstance happen. It was pretty there. great. I mean, it's I guess that's the only time is that Reed's seen it, though. Yeah, Reed has no idea. <laughs> All right, I'm so excited. Okay, so you've grabbed the thing. You have the the two doses of solvent. Uh, your gang is kind of still trying to to make a reasonable pack. Uh, they're they're each like. A, Monger brings you some water, and then 
also grabs a traveling pack and is just kind of grabbing random stuff because they're not the brightest mooks. Uh, what do you do? Well, once they've done enough, I think a couple moments, I clap them both by the shoulder. Um, with what hand? Well, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, one of them, one with the stump. <laughs> oh, the, so gross. And one with a hand. <laughs> Scarlet's hardcore. Scarlet's hardcore. That was true. That was true. Past tense. <laughs> oh. Rascal. Monger. You've been, you've been, you've been good to me. But now you got to run. You understand? I, I do. do where do you, where do you want to meet up with the gang, boss? I mean, we were always told to fall back to the arena. Well, that ain't gonna happen no more. Do you want us to, to move on into Mustanenfell, or should we go west to the to the farming village? Mayflower, I guess. Okay, so, what, uh, out of character question, which one of those is further away? Uh, Mustanenfell is much further away. But it's our home base. But it But it is technically where, like, you kind of live. No, I think that's... That's a good place. We'll regroup at Mustanenfell. All right. We'll you lay uh, low. We'll put up a red sash outside the seediest pub we can afford, and that's where you'll find us. That's right. That's right. You both. I'll gather up Riku and the rest of the gang, and we'll get out of here. Now you all lay low. You all take care of yourselves now. And I clap them. Izzled? Monger kind of looks at you a little weird. Like, uh. Uh, Rascal is, has started to head out, but Monger's just kind of staring at you. He's been listening to you. Could you get me a Defy Danger Chaw <laughs> to see how good that Scarlet impression was? All right. Let's, uh, how much Chaw do I have? I think it's plus one. You used to be our biggest Chaw, Rector. Mm, that's not a good one, Trick. I know, I know. That one fell a little short. Izzled jokes. You've gotten a nine. So, Monger hesitates for a second. It's like, boss, that's really, that's really, that's, that's real strong of you and tough of you, but I know you got stuff you care about upstairs, and I just, I wouldn't feel right if I left you alone to get it. So let me help you up there, and we'll, uh, we'll get you out of town as quick as we can. Son, did you not hear me right? Did I stutter? Uh, no, no, uh, no, 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 I said go to ground. Uh, shit, that sounds like another Defy Danger Cha, son. <laughs> All right, I'm rolling it. <sighs> okay, you ready? Okay. Oops. Um, oh, yeah, oh fuck, six. son. <laughs> oh, shit. So you, you instinctively bristle up, and you do a spot-on verbal uh uh you possess that threatening atmosphere rascal is gone she's already gone out right. the door but here is uh monger and monger monger sees you point at him with that stump hand and he grabs that hand and just taps the stump who are you magic missile <laughs> great plan <laughs> That means I do have to drop the manic. I do have to drop the manic in order to use wizard spells, but that's fine. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, oh, you, wow. you, give me a roll plus int. 
I'm just say this person is so stunned by you just suddenly becoming Izzled <laughs> that you you get to make this shot without having to defy danger. Yeah, that's 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 a thirteen. All right, you're very familiar with where this bottle is on your holster. You did use it as the light spell earlier. I deal four damage. This game. Uh, where do you want to hit this guy? Square in the chest. Jesus. I mean, he was grabbing me by the stump. I'm just, like, crushing it into his chest. Uh, so you just, like, you basically Hadouken at point-blank range as this, this potion that you've, you've, like, grabbed a dose of it and you put it into your palm and you've got this, like, non-reactive, like, little panel that you can grab, uh, that's a part of this concoction, essentially. And you slam it onto his chest and you see the last lance of yellow powder shoot out past him behind him. And he just noiselessly drops to his knee and crumples to the ground without another sound. You have the run of the house. What do you do? Well, it looks like there was something interesting upstairs. I guess I should take a look. Thank you, Monger. I say to his corpse. (laughs) Jeez. Christ. (laughs) All right. Uh... All right. I think there are uh, going to you... be some alignment changes after this session. <laughs> you storm upstairs and you are approaching the door to Scarlet's room, which is already cracked a little open. When, Impediment Reed, you are in the hallways underneath and sort of surrounding the arena. Most of the you recognize the pressure panel doors and how they are they are operated mm-hmm. by uh, the description that Isold gave you. Mm-hmm. So you know how to lift those portcullises with the red stones upon them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there isn't much like choice in which direction you go. Okay. To your right, as you go as you go down this hallway, you could duck into the arena itself. You could go out the way that the creatures were meant to go in. Now, mind you, you would be walking into a pit at that point, but nonetheless, that's what's to your right. Not super helpful. To your left is the direction you is is a door slash tunnel kind of leading in the direction you know that the Greenbark gang was held. That way must lead to the kennels. And ahead of you is a series of doors blocking the hallway that you know how to open. And forward would be the manor and well, actually, the manor, because you don't actually know about the, the hole at the other end of that tunnel. No, I don't. Uh, what do you do? You can hear them slithering behind you to follow you. I'm probably going to go f- towards the... M- the manor would probably be the fastest way out that probably doesn't have monsters that may or may not have been set free by giant redstone explosions that I don't know how far they went. Mm-hmm. Although- uh, in order to go in that direction... You have to operate one of these pump handle doors. Oh, that's great. That's not a two-hand job, is it? Nope, it's a one-hand job. It's a because you're strong enough. Oh my god, I just realized her injured hand is almost certainly her dominant hand because that's what she would have reached out with for the axe with. Oh shit, this That's correct. Uh, she's having a bad day. She's having a bad day. Uh so it's easy enough to open that first one. One, two, three, four pumps of this this pump system and the door is, is all the way up. And you can step through to the other side and you can see beyond it, down the hallway, that there are two more similar porticuses. But 
behind you, you hear the creatures coming. I am trying to close the door behind me if I can. All right, you slam that button down the because that's all it takes is you 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 press that that lever downwards instead of up, mm. and it slams shut behind you, and you can see them welling up that boiling attack, but you're gone. You've, you've backed away by the time they're starting to spray the red stones with their terrible ichor. I don't really want to know mucus, what that really. does. What do you do? I'm opening the next door? Alright. <clears throat> How many... Uh, I'm, I'm just... I'm trapped between two doors now, essentially? Essentially, okay. because there's actually... At this point, you would have the decision to go into the kennels if you wanted, but there's another door there. <laughs> Give me a defy danger strength to try to get this door open before they bust through. Sure. Oh shit. Uh you have pluses on strength though, right? That that was with my pluses. Oh shit balls. Uh they bust through and you hear something terrifying from one of the arena entrances. You hear the braying of that giant tegu and it's starting to claw Somewhere in this tunnel system, it's clawing too. But you get the door open. You can either take a moment to slam it behind you, or you can run to the next one. What do you do? Oh, shit. Um, uh, uh, I think Reed would probably run ahead more than thinking back. All right, Reed. She's more reckless than I am. Give me a defy danger strength again to open the next and final door. That is a nine. That is a nine. That's fine. You open that door just in time to see them slither underneath that door that you left open behind you. And you see one of them snuff out to a terrible sound of rending and tearing. What? But there are still three more coming down the hallway towards you. The portcullis that you are beside is open. The manor house must be just ahead. Well, I'm closing this door now. Good plan. The door slams down, and you can see the worms begin to to, to sort of well up that terrible mucus to vomit out towards you. What do you do? Uh, go. Uh, am I am I where I can go for the stairs next yet? You can totally go for the stairs. It's dark down here, but you can see by the light of the glowworms. Going for the stairs. Izzled. Yes? Behind you, Impediment Reed bursts up the stairs and is in the stairwell below you. Let's cheat the geography of this room a little bit. And you can see Impediment fucking ripped to shreds. Uh, Kind of panting too. Don't forget the limp. Uh, Beneath and behind you, limping, what do you do? Reed? Reed? Are you okay? Do I fucking look like I'm okay? No, you look awful. Isold, when did you get dumb? <laughs> Upon seeing your hideous, hideous state of decolletage, and I begin arranging her clothes and cleaning her up. Reed is definitely having like those kind of hysterical kind of somewhere between crying and laughing now. Um, I do have another set of bandages. I'm going to start bandaging her up. There is not time for that. There are things coming out behind me. I don't oh, know dear. how long that door will hold. 
the other does ones Reed didn't. See, does Reed see the corpse in the Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Foyer. She's no. not bright. <laughs> she's she's not bright and she's, she's fixated on you. She's a little distracted. <laughs> fixated and on bleeding out and you mess trying to make her clothes look nice while she's bleeding out. Um, Listen to me, Reed. The Redstone Gang, I have convinced them that to go to ground. Their leader, Scarlet, has a nearly burned off face and she may be in a coma at this point. What did you do? Well, it wasn't me entirely, but uh, terrible things. So my thought is to steal everything that Scarlet had. What do you uh, say? Uh, uh, I, 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 I say don't take too long. I was hoping that you would help me. Now. I, I lift my blood-soaked hand and point and kind of wave it at her. I don't think you want this going on papers, and I bet that's what you care about. Well, there's a good possibility that there's someone up in her room ransacking her stuff as we speak. Now, do you have a big old knife or a thwacking stick on you? <laughs> no. Uh, uh, yeah, God, I think I you wish. are completely unarmed. God, I wish I had any of my possessions I have my cloak still I guess because it is very loud you can gaze longingly forlornly as you you look briefly down to look for weapons out the window which you can still see out of from this stairwell because it's convenient yeah sure and you can see the seemingly losing battle going on outside with Barker and Anza and Lolly and the Locanon siblings and Edward Jacquard versus this terrifying regenerating sapling and its slug friends. What do you do? Isold, I don't care a damn about Scarlet's possessions, Scarlet's research, Scarlet's alchemy. I don't care. You want it, you go take it. What I care about is that my family got out and Maybe the fact that those weird worms are doing something to that tree, and I think that something very bad is going on outside. So I'm, I, I came in here today to die trying to save people. I'm gonna go do that. You get the research. Wait a minute. All right. We succeeded. We got your family out. Yeah. And you want... To throw your life away on these other guys? I threw away the lives of a lot of people to try and save myself when I thought I'd lost my family. And it hasn't sat right with me for two years. And it turns out to have been bad enough that my family ended up not dying and instead being tortured for those two years. So, no, I'm going to try and minimize how much killing happens because of me. And I'm going to walk for a door, kind of scanning around for a weapon. Ah, <laughs> all right. Fine, fine, fine. I'm going to go to Monger's body. I'm going to take whatever weapons he had. He's got a sword. <laughs> Here's a sword, Reed. And now we're going to try and figure out how to stop that jerk tree from regenerating and his 
jerk worm bodies from spitting whatever those you know, jerk worms spit. If you spit. think Scarlet might have had notes about something that could do oh. that. Oh, she know. probably did. She's a university student just like me. Let's go upstairs and figure out how this all works. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay, Reed. Damn it. You are now armed. Isold is storming upstairs to find a magical solution to this problem. Reed, what do you do? Uh, I think probably the best thing I can do in the state that I'm in. Uh, well, I want to take a good look at how that fight's going. I, I want to try and get an idea. Have they figured out what the, that the worms are involved somehow? I don't know what the hell they're doing, if they're helping or hurting. Um, like, do people need to be pulled out of the fight? Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to uh, Yeah, yeah, get more I info. get that. You're, di- you're discerning realities out the, out the, out the window. Go, go give me that. Yeah. Give me a roll plus whiz. Jesus, it's only a seven. Jesus, okay, you get to... What is the most important thing? What sticks out at you? Let's see what's weak or vulnerable. So you realize that where this fight has taken it, uh, it's actually gone into the middle set of bleachers, mm-hmm. and it is fighting now sort of on all fronts, whipping around wildly with these creatures, uh, with these, these ferric worms attached to it. And... The, the contingent, the army, you know, the fucking 300 soldiers that are here have gotten their their bows and their arrows and they're taking, you know, special tipped arrows and shooting them at the tree. Uh, some of them are coming up with pole axes. They're taking it in waves. But you notice something about it. Yes, it's regenerating as long as those worms are on it. And you know that you could kill those worms and get it off of it. But the worms are crawling up from beneath. So many of them. You saw the countless number of them that must be far below you see that its limbs uh its feet its legs its roots are wrapped around that second door the second hatch and that one it didn't shatter with all of the rest of them it still has some redstones on it it's like its bottom row of redstones is still on it and they haven't detonated and those are wrapped up and intertwined with the with the legs of this blood-fed sapling. Yes. Reed, when you see this, what do you do? Isold, I thought you blew up all the redstone. Why is there still redstone by the tree? I pointed out to Isold. As Isold is marching upstairs, says, what? Something about redstone? Yeah, we can blow those up. The tree's standing on it. I thought you used up all the blow-up stuff. Also, I didn't know the blow-up stuff blew up. I could have used that warning ahead of time. Oh, you know, it's alchemy. Most things blow up. I come uh. back downstairs without having gone into into Scarlet's room, despite my best <laughs> attempts. I have to look out the window. Uh, because you are guided by Reed's, by Reed's watching, watchful eyes, you too can see these redstones being entangled in these planks and the, the rooty legs of this uh, sapling as it stands precariously next to the pit. Hmm. Is that within throwing distance? Oh, good god, no. Hmm. Somebody's gonna have to get mighty close. I could get mighty close. Yeah. Okay, Reed. You want to save those people? Yes. Here's some... Here's a vial. It contains some of the stuff that blows up redstones. I'm calling it 
anti-redstone solvent for now, even though I don't oh, understand okay. exactly what the hell it is. If you can get over there, or at least close enough to get those red stones, they'll blow up if you pour it on this solvent on them. That's the important part. Okay, I can, I can try that. I think I can do that. Uh, so do you hand over the whole vial with both doses? You know what? I'm going to give her one dose. I have multiple vials. I'm going to pour out yep. one dose to keep one dose with me. Just in cases. I love the idea of you measuring this out real quick. Like, oh, mm, there you go. Here you go. Hey, Here's your hand hey, grenade. Hey, pouring out alchemical concoctions on the fly is like my balawick. Yep, it's true. <laughs> it's your thing. All right, cool. Um, I guess I'm going to do that. You've got a sword. You've got part of a binary grenade concoction. This is going to go horribly. <laughs> you rush out the door and uh and to the to the to the edge of the uh the arena pit this is all very harrowing but i would like to get back to kaya because she's been out of it for so long kaya is just binding her wounds she's going to turn around to baron island assuming probably baron island has finished slaying tegu the the tegu is totes dead it it died basically exactly as not scarlet let wandered off but we're not in, like, linear time here, so we've, we've clearly jumped right. back right. a bit in sure. time to catch up with you. Kaya, well, Smythe, what <sighs> is this lunatic you've brought into my house? <laughs> I wish I could... You know, I honestly... She's been different ever since that head started talking to her. Oh, yeah. Thanks for that cover. Oh, I can see that. I can see that. That that makes sense. Okay. I'm aligning my expectations. It's been a very trying day. <laughs> yes. Obviously, Kaya surveys the destruction. It's not a good day at all. We need to get all of this sealed off and locked up. Yeah. Let's, let's go upstairs. Uh, let's bring... Is Scarlet dead? I I tried. I think she's unconscious. I'd certainly tried to make her not be dead. I, I figured you might want to talk to her. Uh, Brianna, can you give me another Finnish boy's name? Uh, Oni. Really? Yeah. Oni's a... Okay, fine. It might fine. be Oni, actually, is probably the more correct pronunciation. There's two N's. Let's do Oni, because that'll that'll save us some trouble. Ani, tend to, uh, to Miss Scarlet. Um, we still have one living guard, don't we? I've, I've omitted a living guard, I think. Possibly. Uh, Rickard, why not? I don't think that's right at all, but fair. Eh. Rickard, guard that entrance. Let's get you some medical help. Trellis and, uh, Trellis and good news. They have, they have some potions that we can use. Brother Venamo, are you, uh, taking care of Orin over there? Uh, Brother Venamo... Uh, yes, he's, uh, stabilized. Uh, we, we could use some help getting upstairs. Uh, do, can either of you lend a hand? I can, I'll do what I can. So by and by, you, Brother Vanamo, and, uh, Baron Nyland, and Orin, apparently, climb the steps up to the Bailey Manor. A lot of people in manors in this game. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, Manage your way up the steps, and 
come up through the secret trap door in the bottom floor of the bailey. But Trellis and Good News are not waiting for you. They appear to be asleep. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. They're just peacefully on the ground, clearly breathing, um, laying there. What do you do? Uh, try to shake them awake. Uh, which one do you grab? Uh, trellis. Good News, the boy, or Trellis, the girl? Okay. Trellis. Uh, whoever's closest. You, uh, you, you lean Orin onto Brother Vanamo, who accepts the weight, and you grow, grab Trellis and shake her awake, and she... She starts to to look up, but you can tell, like, uh, like when someone's been drugged, sometimes their pupils don't respond correctly. Her pupils are like just like wide open, and she glints as she she looks up at you. She's trying to squeeze her lids closed because her her pupil isn't uh, contracting as it should. What do you do? Um, I turn to Baron Island. She's been drugged. Who could have done this? Upstairs. Uh. Venamo, can you take care of the? Can you, uh, well, just, we're run out, we're, we're right out of guards. <laughs> Venamo, do what you can. Uh, Venamo, like, you see him, like, reach into his sleeve, and he pulls out, like, this bright red potion that just kind of seethes enmity. I've got it covered. Let's go upstairs. Baron Nyland says to you, her blade drawn. All right. I knock an arrow. And follow behind her. Good. Okay, good. Uh, Baron Nyland cautiously steps upstairs and gasps when she reaches the landing into her dining room and lunges forward, not like she's striking something, but just to get clear of the door in case there's an ambush. She steps in and there's silence. What do you do? Um... I will crouch down so I am not at typical person height and peer through the door. You look in, and there on the dining room table is a person. Weight, the coins of weight scattered all across the floor, and this person is nailed to the table with daggers. What? Oh. Oh. Baron Nyland is looking around, is checking. She just systematically is going door to door, the door into her room, the door into the uh, the guest quarters, and uh, the door into the latrine. And she's just pushing them open, has her sword out, checks corners, and then moves to the next one. Always watch your corners. I think we're clear. I think we're clear. Angus, do a, do a check. Check the out of the rooms. Uh, give me a, uh, a discern realities wisdom with Angus's bonus. Um, that is an eight. That is, that is a, wow, Angus. Okay. What is, uh, what is, what question would you like to ask? Um, I'll still give you a a description, but you get to, you know, find cool things. We're going to go with what is about to happen. You verify there is no trap waiting. Whatever happened here already happened here. Though the body is warm. This is, this happened during the kerfluffle that is going on downstairs. The the moment where the, everyone was gathered to watch the arena uh, is the time that this murderer took a chance to kill Sir Ronnie Wren, the Order of Waits knight who was forbidden to enter the Bailey. And you can see that Baron Nyland looks less shocked at his death than she could be. 
Hmm. The thing that you see that happens is that she's not shocked to find him dead. She is shocked that it's in her house. Hmm. And so what what is about to happen is sort of an absence of grief. Ah. However, uh, you do chance a glance out the window to see Impediment Reed sprinting towards the bleachers, blade and something else in her hand. Reed, you're doing this thing. There are soldiers all around. There are arrows raining down. Uh, Sir Anza has been flung to the ground and Lolly is helping to drag her away. Uh, Barker is out of knives and is trying to find another weapon amongst the many injured people who have fallen back. But there you are. You've got the Hail Mary play. If you wanted to, you could run for it, and you could take the straightest route possible, but if you do, that puts you at pretty good risk of falling into that pit. What do you do? I was under no impression that Reed stands much chance of even surviving the blast of this thing. Like, falling into the pit is not one of her concerns. (laughs) Um, Unless it's falling into the pit before I get there. Uh, there's a risk of falling into the pit before you get there. That's that's a serious danger. She will take a slower route to make sure she gets there. You take the slower route. You're still going to be trying to get underneath this creature for all intents and purposes. Yep. Uh, over, you know, this pit. Mm-hmm. You're taking this more cautious route. And Barker spots you. And the Locanons spot you. And Anza and Lolly are dragging away because she's really badly hurt. Uh, but you can see her steel axe. Well, it's not her steel axe. It's actually Barker's. Just lying on the ground there, waiting for someone to claim it. Your grappling hook from earlier is actually not far away. It looks like the the fleeing Greenbarks took it with them, and you're passing by their route. You have, because you've taken the careful way, it's taking you a little longer. But you have an opportunity to pick up any of these things that you might want. But every moment you delay is another person getting hurt. She's not delaying even one moment. Not going to grab? Okay. Like, I mean, if she can grab the grappling hook as she's moving, she'd grab that. Because she suspects there might be some falling after this. And, like, she doesn't really want to die. She just accepts that she's probably going to. All right. So you you grab the grappling hook. And now your, your course is clear. If you hook that... Onto the edge of the of the the pit, mm-hmm. essentially, and swing over. You'll be able to avoid the attacks of the tree when you pour the solution onto the stones. Yeah, that's. I would go for that. That sounds epic, flashy, and a way to go out with a blaze of glory. So there you are. You swing. You grab the rope. You hook it on, and you swing across. But one of your hands is still so badly injured, and the other one is holding the rope because you're definitely not going to be doing it the other way. What do you do to steal yourself, to, to make certain that this that this payload gets delivered where it needs to be? You're there hanging beneath the tree, but uh, I want to know what approach you take to do this dangerous act of contacting Reagent with Stone. I mean, she's in so much pain already right now. I don't think she has the manual dexterity left to pour the stuff or 
and she she knows she shouldn't throw things. She's she's learned her lesson. Lesson learned, folks. Reed shouldn't throw things. I think she has to just swing in close and she's more smashing the vial and well, my hand's already fucked. I'm not going to feel some more glass shards. I'm already in, in the most pain I could possibly be in, right? Right? I'll give you con. Con sounds like if you're just kind of smooshing it onto, yeah. like you're reaching through roots and they've got these tangled sort of broken iron and uh, and uh, wood shards of what used to be this gate and you see one of those red stones up there and you're just thrusting your hand in and just going to crush the whole oh, yeah. vial in there with oh, it. Oh yeah. Defy danger con. Probably with some kind of battle cry or something, honestly. She's the, that kind of person. I will also note you get an additional plus one. Oh, I get an additional plus one. How lovely. Because you're acting on the um, the discern realities, yeah. Ah, look at you. I can, am, am I doing this for glory? Is that what I'm doing this for at this oh, point? Oh, you sure are. Everyone is watching you. There are 200 people are watching you right now. That is an 11. The six, the, the D6 is not higher than the D8. Thank God. Which I think is is the thing you're avoiding. I do not have an extra complication or danger due to my pursuit of glory. So you 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 thrust your fist in. You hear you more feel the 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 vile break than anything else. You're not sure though that it's hit the mark. And then you see another stone, another stone that was a little higher up, tangled in the roots, a little nearer to your head. Turn that purple. And you know that the reaction has started. Isolde is watching and screaming, Run! Get out of there! Reed is also going to be hollering, It's going to explode. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, she's, she's hollering that, and I guess I'm going to try and slide down the rope as far as I can. You want to go down instead of swinging like away and along the wall? You want to go down towards the pit? Oh, well then, yeah, she's totally going to Pirates of the Caribbean swing along the wall to try and get out of the range of the explosion. <laughs> Give me a, a defy, a crowd-pleasing defy danger dex caused by movement. <laughs> I love this shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Well, impediment read, no. She knew this could happen. She No this, impediment this was, read. This was, she accepted this. Uh... Okay. Alright, um, this is gonna be good. This is gonna suck a lot. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna give you one more opportunity to have this not suck, but I'm gonna tell you what's happening first. Uh-huh. So you swing away, Pirates of the Caribbean style, and you hear the explosion burst behind you. You hear the roaring and splintering of wood. You hear people scream as they jump away. You hear hoorays as some people who heard your warnings cheer as they watch the creature topple down into the pit. But then you notice that there's slack on the rope. Yeah. And you look behind you and there's the hook, the grappling hook, just flying through the air. And down you go. Well, shit. Down into the pit. Well, shit. You're plummeting. Yeah. Can... What do you do? Do I have enough... Wait, is is the hook still connected to the rope? It sure is. Do I have enough control to try and... I'm going to try and get it caught on some part of the walls or 
tunnels or something. That still sounds like a Defy Danger dex to me. Before I have so much momentum that hitting anything really sucks. Absolutely. This means that essentially you've you've sacrificed the opportunity to like brace for impacts a Defy Danger con or something to try to roll with this fall. And instead you're going all in to simply not be falling anymore by using that grappling hook. Yep. Give me a Defy Danger dex. You're still being watched because this is even cooler than simply <laughs> swinging away. <laughs> that one's a seven. That's a seven. That's a success. Oh, no. All right. The D6 is higher. Yep, it sure oh, is. fuck. <laughs> That's fine. This is this really is kind of uh, snowballing out of control here. <laughs> yeah, this is not this is not going well. Uh, so you manage to, to, your grappling hook latches into the wall uh, above you. It's actually wrapped around uh, one of the, the twisted sort of metal supports of, of one of the gates. Uh, and so now you're you're dangling by this barely maintained structure that is the the sort of Colosseum monster closet plus uh, uh, stands. People are gasping as they watch you, and you hear the sapling crash down to the ground below you. And if this were a camera shot, we would be looking down at you. As you are in the fuller ground, pulling yourself up with your one hand, making just slow pulls. Uh-huh. And beneath you, you can hear a fire starting up as the leaves of the tree catch a blaze with an unnatural red flame. You have got to be kidding me! <laughs> Isold! <laughs> you said that you were watching. Yep, that's right. At any point in what I have described earlier, did you get out of the manor house? I mean, I'm approaching. I'm coming closer because I'm getting the impression that she's going to need my help. The now burning, blood-fed sapling is trying to climb out of the pit. And it's right behind her. And she's too hurt to climb up on her own. What do you do? I'm going to have my invisible servant give her her a boost. Do you really want to try that? Well, why not? Oh, sweet mercy. Give me a defy danger int. Right, because we established that this thing is made of thermite and this fire is going on or something like that. Alright, alright. Well, you don't have that... Oh, you do have... You're going to conjure that spell again is the way you're going to do it. Okay, are you trying to will your old missing Unseen Servant to do this, or are you trying to make a new one? Oh, right, we're making a new one. I, The Unseen Servant that I had... I mean, it's been multiple times since I've prepared spells. There's no way that spell still... Well, except for the fact that it's being inhabited by a ghost. Right. So, so it might still be around, maybe. Yeah, I'm gonna make a new one. Okay, that's that's fine. Give me a give me a roll plus ant to cast a spell. That's gonna be a total of thirteen on the dice. Uh, that's great. Total of thirteen. Not there's ten on the dice. Total of thirteen. What am I saying? You're uh you you toss the the smoke powder forward and the the little catalyst that that makes it become a creature and you see the the sort of red fog form together become 
this translucent specter and then fade into pure invisibility as it rushes at the greatest speed you've seen one of these things do. And it grabs the end of the rope and you can see that end of the rope begin to heft up. And then you see Barker grab a hold of it and begin to pull with all of his might. And then Sir Otso Locanon joins in and they all grab the ends of this rope and begin to pull it up. And in short order, Impediment Reed tumbles to the ground on the side of the arena as soldiers rush about cutting these ferric worms to ribbons as they attempt to emerge from the pit and soon enough they turn and they flee and in all of this chaos isled this doubtless minutes of chaos what do you do i'd like to go to impediment's side and start bandaging her oh Impediment, because we've established that these are better than normal bandages, please take five hit points. Sweet! I'm at eight! Hooray! Making me worry like that. Isold, I thought you were gonna get the notes. Well, there's still time for that, I'm sure. Except there might be not have been a person in there already ransacking the place. But, well, if you wanted to save all these people, I suppose it was worth it. Hmm. So, Kaya? Yes? The room is clear. Ronnie Wren is dead. Baron Nyland is just exasperated at the day that she is having. And you can tell that you're just two nobles alone in a noble's home. And she's let her guard down just ever a little bit. What do you do? Kill her. Kill her quickly. No. <laughs> God. Goodness gracious, this old. Oh. Good thing you're not in my head. <laughs> no, that was that was totally Bob. That was that was definitely a Bob. I'm just gonna kind of go up to her. What in the world? Why? Who could have done this? Just kind of give her a lot of room to talk. I have some suspects. I would like to do the end of session. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right, starting with uh, Kaya Wellsmythe. Mm-hmm. Please take a look at your bonds. Mm-hmm. Have any of them changed or been resolved? I do believe that I have shown Isold some of my cool alchemy shit. That's right. That was. I tried to play that off as my success, but nope, that was all you. I was. That was me. So I. I. I am excited. I think that 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 bond can be expanded perhaps to now that I've shown Isold that I can do cool alchemy stuff. I can't wait to talk about it with her and learn more. So you, you want but, to, to share notes now? Yeah, I want to share notes now, but um, as far as the, the, I have two bonds with Isold. I have that okay. one. So I, I, I I'm, I would like to change to update that bond, however that works. Does that mean I've resolved it if I update it? Yeah. Okay. You resolve it, you erase it, and you replace it with a new one, which I believe now means that that something like Isold and I are now peers. Yeah. And we can learn from each other. Yeah. Other study date. And you mark XP. You gain an XP from that. Awesome sauce. But I have another bond with Isold that... um, Uh Uh-huh is faced death with Isold, but she learned something I didn't. And I feel like that has 
I, I don't think that Isolde learned something anymore. I think that facing death changed her. And I am concerned for Isolde now because she is not acting like the Isolde that I knew. Whoa. <laughs> I think that's good. I think that a lot of people are thinking that. Uh, you don't get to mark XP twice, but I do think you change it to the, as you've described it there, because I think it's totally true. I don't think yeah. you just, you appreciated how mercenary she was before. <laughs> yeah. Face, yeah. Okay, yeah, this is possible. Facing death brought out a side of Isold I did not see, I had not seen before. Mm. Fair. Yep, Fair. that'll that'll do. Fair. Uh Isold. Isold. Yes. What are what bonds do you think has changed or resolved? I still think that um that Kaya is destined for great things. I've foreseen it. And when I fully realize the, the extent to which she's she's performed magic, that I will I'll probably resolve that later. That's probably down the road. I, I'm mm-hmm. still willing to hurt Reed to get what we want and need. But I think I have another bond with Reed at this point. I think that oh. I am. Um, I think that Reed, dis- despite her not thinking things through, perhaps is a better person than I am. Aww. Okay, I like it. Reed is a better person than I am. Yeah. And I should blank or could. Can you learn from that? Can you study that? Can you, should you mimic that? Like, I want to know. And I want to protect her. You're going to protect her from herself. Right. That's great. Yes. I'm all choked I up I love now. it. The smoldering awesome. corpse of Monger thanks you. Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> Impediment. Do you think any of your bonds have resolved or changed? Let's see. Uh, Isolde's ways are strange are powerful do not anger her yet that's still true it's still true but it might be sharper um i might be changing powerful to terrifying Mm? (laughs) like the things that isold has done to help reed get her family out like reed did not understand the extent of what Isold could do before. Because I'm trying to foment conflict between the players, would you say that people need to be protected from Isold? <laughs> I think that got Bob's vote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe. Isold is terrifying. I don't I don't know if Reed is in a place yet where she can overcome her own fear of magic enough to take that role though. I, I think that's a very I think it's it's founded. I think you half expressed it there. I think it's a really interesting trouble for you to try to overcome. Huh. Maybe more like Isold is terrifying. If only I could overcome my fear of magic, I would be able to protect people from her. Something like that. I'll 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 write that down for now and try and think of a more succinct wording. But I like that. Alright. Uh Mark XP? Kaya, what is your alignment statement? Help an animal or spirit of the wild. Do you want to change your alignment statement? Yes, please. Yeah, you totally can. Yeah, we can change that every session if we want. It's it's yeah, kind of yeah. You can change that every session. It's totally a thing. Because yeah, that uh, I'm trying to find to mention that. Oops. 
That does not feel like Kaya's alignment needs anymore. Yes, and uh, there are more alignment statements than the ones recommended on your sheet. Mm. Uh, so what uh, what alignment are you? Not your statement, but the alignment you are. I was neutral. You were uh, neutral. Yeah. Uh, how do these sound? Make an ally of someone powerful. Defeat a personally important foe. Learn a secret about an enemy or uncover a hidden truth. Hmm. I think that given Kaya's exploration-y nature, learn in secret out an enemy or uncover a hidden truth. Are those two or one? Those are two different ones. Uncover a hidden truth. Take uncover a hidden truth. I think that's a lot more widely applicable and also more where Kaya is finding herself going. And I would say that you should mark XP for that Yeez. because you know that that Baron Nyland is not weeping for the death of Ronnie Wren. Indeed, doesn't mean she didn't. Doesn't mean she did it, or even knows who did it. But it's an important distinction. Uh huh. Isold, Professor Isold. Yes. What is your alignment statement? Oh, discover something about a magical mystery. Did you this time? No, I tried to get through that doorway three times, but. <laughs> Got stopped every time. <laughs> There's a magical mystery behind it, I'm sure. But uh, but no such luck. No magical mystery for me. What I would note is you tried three times and you came away to help people each time. That's true. Did your alignment change in that decision? Ooh, ooh. No, not yet. Maybe on the path. Maybe on the path. Okay. This whole, you know, protecting, tr- trying to protect Reed. I'm getting soft. Christ. I, I, I want to counter that with, uh, you sure did use your magic to terrify people a lot this session. Oh, the evil lineman statement for, for Mages, huh? <laughs> oh, Jesus. I mean, that's how Reed's seeing her right now. <sighs> it was The intent wasn't to terrify people. The intent it's was true. to make some people dead. And it's true. to destroy Scarlet's gang. They're scattered now. Uh-huh. You're welcome. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, you're welcome. You, you'll you'll uh, note that uh, that wasn't on Reed's agenda. Hey. Man. Hey. Uh, it might have been on Shim Shackles. So, you know, I, I understand there being mixed messages going on. Scar- Scarlet hurt you. She hurt you bad. I didn't I didn't like that very much. Yeah. Uh, Reed, I would like to point out, uh, we, we have to move on because we've got to get to the end of this, but I'll yeah. point out you have actually literally seen that hit list. Oh, yeah. Read. What is your alignment statement? Uh, my alignment statement is to eschew conventions of the civilized world, or a convention rather, because you know can only eschew so many conventions per session. I hate to tell you this, but I think heroism in front of a giant crowd is actually totally in the sort of conventions of these people. Uh, I I totally think you're right, and I think it's maybe time for Reed to change alignments. Uh, I I can believe that it's been a rough trip. It's been she's she's had some experiences today. Yeah. I don't really feel like the barbarian neutral statement is appropriate for her at this time. Uh, it's teach someone the ways of your people, and those are the only ones I have suggested right now. So I'll probably look into that and have one ready for next session. Can I, can I... You can make suggestions, I'm open. Can I suggest two different ones from the good list? Sure. Ignore danger to aid another, or show mercy. 
Oh, both of those are really read. Um, Because it sure does sound like you gave up ignore danger to aid another as, like, what happened. Yeah, that, that, let's go with that one. All right. All right. And at that point, I would say Mark XP. Cool. All right. uh, Let me find the damn move again, because I think we're almost there. All right. The three questions. Did we learn something important about the world? So many the things. (laughs) This session, though. Well, I mean, um, let's see. We definitely have learned that there are more players on the on the board here. If there's an assassin that fucking pinned, uh, what's his name to the table, that probably won Scarlet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then there's the whole uh, weird um, worms that spew things. We had never seen them spew things before, and no. I think that kind and, of revealed a little more of their weird nature and the w- wacky tegu, which we had seen before, but not that it could leave the forest. Did it follow Reed into those tunnels? Oh, it sure did. Oh, uh, Jesus. Yeah, it's around. It's in those tunnels somewhere right now. That's great. Everybody, everybody mark XP. Did we learn something new and important about the world? Yes. Uh, did we overcome a notable monster or enemy? Fuck yes, I did. <laughs> Good job, Reed. <laughs> okay, everyone, Mark XP. I would say Scarlet's, Scarlet got took, yeah, taken down true. a second yeah, time. Yeah, as well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did we loot a memorable treasure? Hmm. Does Isold still have that necklace? Yeah, that's what to say. Uh, Isold still has... Two necklaces. Yeah, I yeah. got XP. We got uh, XP for looting that last time. So, so no, okay. you got XP for looting that last time. You guys are going to pick up the pieces in a moment, but uh, all Scarlet's two magical items are totally in your possession right now. Her oh, yeah, uh, the... rod of rod of poisonous magic missile and her uh, bound thorn swipe vine. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. So, is that another XP there? Huh. Uh, that's totally another XP. What? Uh, and I would say, Kaya, put both of those onto your sheet so that we uh, yeah. don't forget them. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, uh, yes, gear. Because I think you're the one who's uh, going to end portable, up retrieving those. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, so that's going to be a rod of magic missile and a uh, thorn swipe whip. Neat. Uh, so that's a yes. So everybody marked XP for that if you didn't. I suspect you all can level again. <laughs> Let me do some quick math here. Not me. I can. I can. But I couldn't. I didn't get to level last time, so I'm... Oh, okay. Yeah, I leveled last time. I'm up, and I didn't I... fail that many rolls this time. I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised that, <laughs> that Reed can't level. Uh, well, no, I think I can. The question that I'm doing math right now is, can I level twice? Wow. Wow, that's a lot of rolls. Because remember, last session I missed a lot of rolls as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's how you ended up in that pit. And I think the one before that, too. Ah. Uh, but. Alright. Oh, yeah, I did. Oh, wow. Oh, right, I did then. level up last time, but didn't, couldn't. Or had enough exper- experience last time, but I couldn't make the level up move? Because. Ah. Yep, yeah, because we were kind of mid combat. Right. Mm hmm. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. Yeah. Uh, so we will all level up, I think, uh, at the start of next session, because I want to sort of glaze over the events of this evening and take you through sort of what's going to happen in the aftermath of this terrible event. 
because I know that Izzled kind of wants to skedaddle. I know Reed might join her in that. I know Kaya kind of wants to stay and maybe solve a magical mystery or a murderous mystery. There's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> Thank you once again for listening to The Crooked Thimble as we play Iron Immortals. Our music this week was composed by Sergei Cheremzinov. You may find his work in the show notes. The soundscapes were created by Wes Otis. Please do share this podcast with whatever means you have available, and remember, The Crooked Thimble is a Patreon-funded company. If you want to hear more of these adventures, please head on over to patreon.com slash crookedthimble and support us. And, as always, thank you. Thank you.